This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Well, welcome to episode number 890 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today, I think this is going to be a rad podcast. What do you think, Rocky? I think it should be a good conversation. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so, as you heard, we have Rocky Rick. He's with, or his company is Rad Winery and Cidery. Rocky, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you today, Charlie? Doing terrific. And uh, yeah, Mondays we can always use something rad. So I'm I'm glad you came on. Uh, let's start with Rad Winery and Cidery. Fill us in on what you're doing. Yeah, well, I'll try to give you the short version. Then if you want to uh, ask questions or me to expand, I'm more than happy to. I'm obviously in the wine and cider business. Grew up on a fruit farm in Michigan. Um, after college, came back and pushed out some apple orchards, planted some grapes, started making wine. Been operating up in Michigan for about 15 years. Well, then we saw, I mean, we didn't see. We've always been coming down to Southwest Florida, loved the area, saw how rapidly it was expanding, just, just kind of loved the whole vibe down here in Southwest Florida. So in 2021, we moved down to Southwest Florida, my wife and my daughter and I um, opened up a wine tasting room in the Miramar Outlet Mall, where we bring down a lot of our uh, Michigan wines and ciders. And then along that same time, we also developed a new product line, these canned uh, wines that they come from our vineyards. Um, but they're a little bit what I'll call funky or radical, and let's put it that way. Um, so they are grape-based wines, but they're usually infused with some sort of a tropical flavor or, or what have you. They're sparkling. They're a little ready-to-drink cans. So they're perfect for the backyard, the beaches, the boats. And so we thought Florida would be a great place to launch those. So all that kind of came together in 2021, and, and we opened our doors then. Wow. Wow. So, so what are some of the uh, rad flavors that you have? <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the most fun parts about my job is I get to be involved in this um, new product development. And so right now we have uh, this this rad line has uh, eight different products that um, that it contains. But some of the best are best selling is a raspberry cherry grapefruit cider. Um, a lot of people call it kind of like a sweet tart in a can. Okay. Uh, nice and crisp and refreshing, but it's got some really amazing flavors. Um, uh, another Another favorite of mine, anyways, is uh, Mojito Caliente. And so we make a cider with jalapeno peppers and oh. then infuse it with a little bit of mojito extract. Um, and we have a few others. We came out with some new drier ones. Initially, they were all a little on the sweeter side. And then last year, we came out with a few new ones that were a little on the drier side. So one of them is a black and blue lemonade, blackberry, blueberry, mm. a little bit of lemonade zest. Uh, it's really, I mean, it's just a perfect uh, perfect drink for a hot day on the lanai. Mm. Yeah. So, so where do you get your inspiration for these different flavors? You know, when we started making wine years ago, we started off making fairly traditional wines. And then we actually opened up a second winery not too far from our first one. And we knew we couldn't have the exact same wines at both locations. And so we came out with a couple products over there that we call daringly different wines. And so just in order to broaden the horizons of our customers and hit different types of customers, we started a few of these kind of interesting drinks um, and we expanded from there into a full line of these products. So that's where the idea came from. As far as the actual inspiration of uh, the products, one of the best things we do is we put it out there to our fans. And so we'll post it on social media and when we're coming out with a new flavor, see what people think of different ideas. 
and then we'll take everybody's feedback and what they think might work. And then we'll go to the to the cellar with my winemaker and we'll put together some bench trials. And some of them end up being pretty good. Others were like, okay, it sounds good on paper, but not so good <laughs> in a glass. Like, for example, we came out, everybody said, oh, you should try a peanut butter and jelly cider. And so, you know, I love peanut butter and jelly. So we said, hey, let's give it a shot. Um, man, in a glass, it didn't taste so good. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Hey, but at least you're willing to try. You just never know. We'll uh, we'll try anything at least once, um, and then if we get a, we'll usually make up some trials and then give it to some people that we really respect their feedback. And if enough people give it a thumbs down, we we kind of know the answer. <laughs> all right, so I got to ask: Were you at all inspired by the episode in Schitt's Creek about the fruit winery? Did you see that? See that? I did. I did, I have to confess, I've never seen that. But now that you mentioned that, I feel like I have to go back and, and try you, to find you, it. You got. You got. You got to see it. It's. It's. You know, it's a fruit farm, and you know they're using all these different types of fruits to create wine. And uh, Moira, she's the going to be the spokesperson, and of course she has to drink them, and she's gagging but trying to pretend that it's good and all that fun stuff. So, um, but hey, it's interesting. You know, in, in all honesty, like I said, I grew up on a fruit farm. We didn't raise, we didn't even raise grapes. We raised apples and peaches and nectarines and strawberries and plums. And so I grew up around all these different diverse fruits. And in Southwest Michigan, we actually have a very, very diverse fruit growing region. And so I kind of wanted to take all of these different unique fruit ideas, but like put them in a can so you can take it with you to the beach. Yeah. Um, and so we just thought it was a good way to kind of showcase what Southwest Michigan was doing. And that's how it kind of led us into these creative concoctions. Yeah. Yeah, love it, love it. How about myths, misconceptions in your industry? What do you, what do you hear that you can speak to? Well, I mean, like I said, I'm in the wine business, and I do still make a lot of traditional wines too. And so you you always get the old adages. Um, the first one that we had to break through is we started using screw caps on our bottles about ten years ago. And you know, ten years ago, a screw cap was considered cheap wine. It's pretty mainstream right. now, but back then, oh, you can't have a screw cap. Well. Same thing. When we started putting wine in a can a couple of years ago, a lot of people turned up their nose and, oh, you can't drink wine out of a can. Well, from a packaging standpoint, it's actually really, really good for the product, but you have to kind of break that misconception. And then obviously with these rad concoctions, like I always tell people, hey, these grapes are straight out of our vineyards. Yeah, we're doing some interesting things to them, but we're still making wine out of our vineyards. Not every single glass of wine has to be a Chardonnay or a Cabernet, although I love those two wines. That you can broaden your horizons a little bit. <laughs> you can get rad. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so outside the business, Rocky, what are you doing for fun? Boy, what does that mean to be outside the business? <laughs> you, you had so much fun creating peanut butter and jelly wine flavors. I mean, yeah. what more is there? Well, I'll be honest with you. Um, I truly believe, I know it sounds cliche, but when you love what you do, you don't yeah. really feel like you're working. And not all, but a lot of what I do, I really, really enjoy. And so I, I honestly just kind of love diving into my work. Uh, aside from that, um, I have a beautiful wife and a lovely daughter, and I love spending time with them. We like going to the beach. Obviously, right now, that's a little bit more challenging than it was last year, but we like going to the beach. Um, we like traveling. We just actually got a chance to go to South Africa last month wow. and got to go on a safari and tour wineries in South Africa. So that was, we take, we, we like taking these trips. That's a lot of yeah. fun for us. Yeah. Good for you guys. That's awesome. How about when it comes to a hardship life challenge, what comes to mind a period of time you were challenged, you got through it. Now looking back, you can say, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. 
Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, my my daughter gets tired of me telling stories about hardships of life. I mean, I, I grew up on the farm. We there was no time off. It was everything was work hard and you know plow through life. And so I think that's taught me to be a good hard worker to push through it. Adversity. I mean, right now we're in the process of opening up a farm down here in Florida where we're going to open up a winery at. And I, I got to be honest, working through the permit uh, system here in Lee County has been slightly challenging. Um, and so just having the perseverance to push through stuff like that, you know, I learned that from, you know, my dad growing up on the farm. He said, hey, you know, don't just talk about the problem, talk about possible solutions and how you're going to fix that problem and get past it. Mm-hmm. And so I think the fact that we're doing what we're doing, we're making wine and selling wine in Florida. Uh, is a testament to that. Yeah. Now is that your uh, corkscrew location that you're referencing? Yeah. So we purchased yeah. 10, 10 acres right down corkscrew road that we're planting out to dragon fruit, passion fruit. We're going to have some community gardens there. And we're just about to break ground on the facility that will be used as, as a winery production facility, retail places for people to come and do tastings and all that good stuff. Wow. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. One thing you wish our listeners knew about Rad Winery and Cidery, what would that be? You know, the passion of my wife and I, and when we started the business 15 years ago, and even to this day, is to create a great, great experience for people on their day off, or maybe it's on their their afternoon off, whatever it might be. And so I know that, you know, you asked me, what do I love doing in my free time? Well, we love going places where we have a great experience um, and people treat you well and you have a good, good product to, to try. And so that's all we're trying to do for people. We know people's lives are busy and hectic. They got a lot going on. And so what I want people to know, I want people to know that if you come to Rad Winery and Cidery, whether it's at the Miramar Outlet or at the Future Farm and Winery, we're going to we're going to just bend over backwards to give you a great time from the customer service to the product to the grounds that you're sitting in. Like, I, th- I think you'll enjoy your time with us. Love it. Love it. How can't you? I mean, come on. Looks like so much fun. Yeah, I mean, you're drinking you're drinking wine. How could you not have a good time? <laughs> well, speaking of having a good time, uh, for our listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more, want to stop by uh, the current place and eventually the new place, what's the best way for them to uh, reach out? Yeah, I mean, one of the best things you can do is stop by our store at the Miramar Outlet. We're down across from the Nike Outlet. Uh, come on in, say hi to us, try some of our products. Hopefully you like some. Um, you can always follow us on uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram. All, we're on all the socials. I've got a, a great social media person in Kate. But uh, got a question for us, just email us. It's super, super easy. Info at radbunch.com. That's info at radbunch.com. We're glad we, we respond to customers right away if they have questions for us. And if they have a flavor request or idea, you take those uh, there as well? Absolutely. We don't just take those. We relish advice and, and uh, requests from customers. Oh, that's great. Well, Rocky, we wish you the best going forward there. Thanks for being on the show and we'll talk later. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105.